Hey friends, welcome to Leadosophy. This is a pretty cool episode. I have, this is going to be a, a conversation I have with my oldest son, Michael, 19-year-old college student at Heidelberg, Heidelberg University in Tiffin, Ohio. We talk about his experiences. I'm all about experience, the law of unique experiences. I've done a podcast on that. We're going to talk about his experience as a college student in this time of COVID and he is actually living on campus, yet taking online classes. So I wanted to hear his perspective on what that's like. What are the challenges of doing that? What are some of the benefits of doing that? I talk about maybe some advice he, he can give to maybe some students that are struggling, whether it's high school or um, other college students. He just finished his first semester. I think his last final was today, actually. Uh, he's doing really well. But again, I wanted to get his perspectives. And in the end, we do a little little trivia on his on his university. And he didn't know I was doing that. I kind of put him on the spot. I was kind of curious to see what his what his knowledge base was of some fun facts from Heidelberg University. So here's my conversation with Michael. I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of leadosophy, Tim Wood. All right, welcome to Leadosophy. You're here with an open mind because that's the rule and not the, uh, the exception. I am here, full disclosure, I'm here with my son, Michael Woody. He is a 19-year-old college student in his first semester, just finished his first semester. Did you just finish? Last Did week. Did you finish your final final? I got, I, got, I got two more finals today and tomorrow. Two more finals left, okay. Two finals left. You said two? So yeah, it's freshman year at Heidelberg University in Tiffin, Ohio, the lovely Tiffin, Ohio. So Small Michael, town. here's your opportunity to, to kind of talk a little bit, just a little quick bio on yourself, a um, little background, kind of what you're studying, anything, you know, the floor is yours, whatever you want to talk about. Floor is mine, floor is mine. So um, name's Michael, um, 19 years old in college, First year, first semester, out the books. Um, I'm majoring in biochemistry because uh, I want to be a surgeon when I grow up, and that's kind of the, the best path to be following. Um, uh, not much more. I mean, I played football for 10-plus for years, two knee surgeries. Um, you know, there's not much more. You know, just trying to start my life off and, and get it rolling, you know. Awesome. Michael lives in northeastern Ohio. Well, he's home with with his mom in northeastern Ohio right now, just east of Cleveland, about 40 minutes or so east of Cleveland. And then Heidelberg is, what, about two hours from where your mom is? Yeah, two hours, two and a half maybe on, on a bad day. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's it's about it's – a, it's, a, it's a short little drive, especially, you know, driving to, to your parents, my grandparents' house. Um, their drive's about four hours from, from northeast Ohio, so that's a long drive. Yeah, but actually, from where you go to school, 
where your mom lives and where my parents live or your grandparents equidistant same about two hours right either way yeah about about two and a half hours from school from school to to their house yeah right okay so i got some questions for you i i am really curious in this you know we've been dealing with with the COVID stuff for about the last nine months or so i'm really curious about your first semester in school because you are actually living on campus yeah, you've been going to school almost fully online. Yeah, I've had I had two classes, and they alternated days that I would go. So my biology class was a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, but I only went to class on Wednesdays. And then I had one class. I mean, um, I had one class. It was only once a week, but I went there every every day, every week. And then I had a biology lab that I would only go to every other week throughout the semester and then everything else was online. So you don't have a lot to compare, compare the Just, being in class, right? On a college level, cause you haven't been in class yeah. very much. So a lot of what you no. can compare being online in college or being in class in college, you have to really compare with just being in class in high school. Well, actually what I wanted to talk about um, I know we were going to talk about it anyway. It was like the online experience. I wanted to talk about like uh, my best friend's experience. Yeah. Um, the Nick. Yours, man. This is your conversation. Go so, you want. so Nick, Nick went to almost all of his classes, like almost every class he had, he was in class for. And something that I was the whole semester, he was in, he was pretty much the whole time until like finals week. And I sent him home early and um, he took finals and stuff at home. Um, but I look at someone like Nick, who's almost exactly like me. Like we're both, um, I, I consider myself an introvert. I'm kind of like more to myself and, and to the people around me. And Nick's kind of just like that because we're best friends and we're pretty much the same person. Um, but I saw Nick and he busted out of his shell, which was something I was super curious to see because, you know, me and Nick being the same person, I when I thought about going, I was um, I was hesitant to make friends almost because I'm, I've always been super um, to myself and, and to my people. And I like to do things by myself. I don't mind doing things by myself. I'd rather, I, I enjoy it more than hanging out with people sometimes. Um, and Nick's kind of the same way, but he busted out of his shell. And I think a lot of it has to do with the experience. And I think if I had went to class, I would have had an experience like that. But a lot of my stuff was online and my classes, I felt like were, were geared to introverts, you know, because I can join a class, I can join my, my 11 o'clock and I don't have to turn my mic on. I don't have to turn my, my camera on. I can sit there with a, with a blank screen while the teacher teaches and just take notes. You know, I don't have to interact with anyone. I don't have a desk partner of any sort. Um, so I thought it was, it was interesting to see kind of the, um, contrast between the two of us because me and Nick are the same person, you know, like we're both pretty to ourselves and i think that's why we made such good friends forever because uh, we're basically the same person we love all the same things and we laugh about all the same things and we like to be to ourselves and if we can be to ourselves with each other like it's cool because you know he's my best friend and we can chill out um but it's interesting i mean he made all sorts of friends out there his roommate was one of his really good buddies some of the kids he went to class with he was really good friends with he had a lot more um 
you know, they had like study sessions or writing sessions with his, with his buddy. So it was really interesting to see, um, kind of the difference between the two of us. So I guess I don't understand the difference. So you guys both go to private universities in the same state. Yeah. So it was just two different policies between the universities. Yeah. I mean, um, Ohio State, you know, one of the, the largest public schools we have here, um, they they did about the same we did it. You know, they had a lot of online classes and just a few in-person classes. But, it, again, that's bigger. Um, but it is it is weird. You know, we're both private schools and both in the same state and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, all his stuff was online. He had sports this year, too. We didn't have sports. Um, he played baseball yeah. uh, the, the whole the whole semester. And so, Which was interesting. so again, to kind of refresh, he was almost completely in class and not online. Yeah, he didn't have, he had maybe one or two online classes. Yeah, so you guys were like opposite. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my question to you, having had to take so many classes online, and being on campus, were there other opportunities to join up in groups or other social settings, or was that kind of kind of forbidden or discouraged outside of um, So, yeah, they definitely had – they had – yeah, so they definitely had um, – uh, they definitely had a lot of opportunities. Like uh, my girlfriend, uh, she, she actually joined a sorority while she's out there, and she went to, like, inductions, and they had, like – little get togethers to practice for inductions and, and all the stuff. Um, they had, you know, they had meetups when they were originally opening up the frats and fraternity or sororities um, to, you know, go talk to them and, and kind of gauge out if you want to be in it or not. Uh, they had like a movie night one time, one night where it was right outside. We have like a little cafe. We call it the bistro, which is kind of like the place everyone really goes to foods a little better, you know? Um, but we went outside the bistro and they had like a like a giant like projectable screen with a projector and there wasn't a lot of people there was probably like 20 or 30 people there watching a movie um you know uh, they definitely had stuff like that and, and they did have sports for a while like they had practices my roommate was in band he had band practice almost every day um what about and then sports got canceled they didn't actually have a season is that still going on yeah, they just don't have a season. They didn't have a lot of schools are canceling their their sports season, so they didn't have a lot of seasons or like a season to play for. Yeah. So, in in was it was it frustrating, or kind of you expected it going in because, like I said, you knew you've been dealing with we dealing with COVID since March, so you knew going into college your first semester might be kind of dicey as far as actually being in class. Did it? Was did it meet your expectations or fall short of your expectations? Tell me, tell me about that. Um, so you know, personally, I love that was one of the reasons I actually chose the school to go to was because um, Heidelberg's classroom sizes cap off at about thirty students. So I was going to be able to. It, it would have felt like high school. I would have had a teacher that I could connect with. I could get their email. I could talk to them whenever. Like I just, I, I was just um, talking to one of my professors today about one of the finals. Like it's so easy to, to connect with another because it's such a small classroom size. So that was one of the things that 
drew me towards that school and it was frustrating to go there and you know i had to sit at a desk by like the classes i did go to i had to sit in the desk by myself mask on the whole time the teacher had to stay like all the way up on her board or his board and talk up there um it, it was frustrating and i i don't like learning online you know because we started this online stuff towards the end of my senior year um in high school and it was awful i hated it i could not stand it i could not stand you know, you kind of lose a sense of accountability, you know, because you don't like you can go to class, but you can turn your camera and audio off and you don't have to be there if you don't want to. And it doesn't feel the same as like, I know that I have to go to class and my teacher is going to see me in class. If they don't see me in class, they know something's up and you're you're more entitled to pay attention in class. Like it's, it's super hard to stay focused online because like just looking at my screen and listening to my teacher talk with a blank face. I had some great teachers, like my my um, my speaking professor, phenomenal professor. I mean, she did so good. At, we had to keep our cameras on and our mics on the whole time. And she did really good at kind of keeping us connected. But you lose that sense of accountability online and you lose that like um, entitlement to continue to want to learn, you know, and it's super hard. But it definitely wasn't what I expected. I think they did a really good job with it, um, especially being online because they used uh, they used like their class page, and all their class pages had their whole schedule set up for the whole year. They had every Zoom session that you needed to be a part of. Um, you know, you you that made me feel accountable, which is one of the things that when I'm in school I want to feel accountable because if I start to lose a sense of accountability, I start to to lose kind of like my sense to continue learning or continue participating because some classes just don't do that um so you, you bring, but it was definitely nice online you bring up a really good point and maybe you've touched on the kind of the source of why many young adults and, and kids are struggling online you, you talked about this account accountability piece so not every class you're required to have your your camera on the entire time some classes you can turn your camera off is that true um yeah i only had i actually only had one class out of four or five maybe six that i had to keep my camera and mic on and that was my speaking class but my biology my bio lab my psychology my music class all my other classes i didn't have to have it on for so you what you're saying is that can, and not you specifically, but if you if you're not required to have your camera on, and your mic on, that can lull you into a sense of checking out mentally, just being on your phone the whole time. Yeah, it's almost. Yeah, it's almost just like you, um, you know, you log in for attendance and then you just throw your phone down and go back to bed or go back to whatever you were doing. Like it ha I, I know it happens all the time. No, and it's I, easy to, you know, it's I, definitely, I'd be lying if I said I haven't done that in a meeting or two. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's probably <laughs> yeah, well, I'd be lying if I didn't say, yeah, no, I know that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, it's human nature, man. Like if you're not, and you brought up a good point, there's this right. accountability piece, right? When you're in the classroom and your teachers are staring at you, yeah, there's still this, and maybe, yeah, you know, I talked about this on one of my other podcasts, this authoritarian thing that we grew up with with like parental figures and if they're watching you you're going to probably behave differently than if they're not watching you i think we carry that yeah. with us a little bit yeah. all the way through life right that makes sense yeah 
Yeah, and I, um, you know, I 100% agree. I mean, uh, you know, you, I mean, like I said, it's just like in classroom, you know, if I'm not taking notes, why aren't you taking notes? If I'm cheating on a test, why are you cheating on a test? You know, and, and online, that just, that doesn't get brought through. But online, they had they had pretty good test measures for some classes. Some classes didn't have it. Um, that's scary, you know, because there are definitely people out there that need to know what they're doing in their profession that they learn in school. And if, if that's lost in school, then then what, what generation is going into a new profession and, and, and what is their actual knowledge about that stuff, you know? Yeah, man, that's a, that's a really good point. I don't know how many people are thinking about that. I don't want to call you the lost generation. I'm not ready to, to write you off yet. But I do agree that, you know, a lot of young adults your age, 18, 19, 20, they go to college. They, they decide to go to college for a reason. You know, anyone can do online classes if they wanted to. You know what I mean? I, I did online classes. And yeah. I went to college both. I did them both, so. Uh, there's definitely something you get from being in the classroom with your peers, with a professor, and that human interaction that you've lost yeah. online. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, sure and I, I, I agree. That's exactly what. Yeah, and each professor is different with as far as how much interaction they're expecting online. Is that true? Yes, 100%. Yeah. What do you what are your expectations for the for the rest of the year? Your your spring semester 2021 going into the summer like what what are your kind of more of the same is that what you're expecting? Um you know going into this semester the next semester my spring semester I definitely think it's going to be a little more the same. I think after um summer it'll kind of ease up because you know it's just like a trial run. You know, there's only so much that they can, you know, for the first week, um, I went to, I went to, I went to my class like twice a week instead of, instead of once a week. And then there's like a big COVID outbreak and they blamed it on going to class and everything. So then, you know, we went straight back to online. Uh, but I definitely think it throughout this, if, if it's still going on, which I'm sure it will be going on through summer into my sophomore year. I think it'll be different. I don't think it'll be as much online because, um, you know, you kind of went through that trial one. And I think there are a few more precautions that, that they know to take now and that they'll implement going into next year. Um, but I definitely think, like, my fall semester of my sophomore year, it'll be it'll it'll be different. I don't think it's going to be all online like this. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. I, I hope you can get more in classes as, as 2020 rolls, 2021 rolls around. You can get more in the classroom and, like I said, maybe uh, break out of that introversion shell a little bit. Have you made Have you made friends, you know, a group of friends, peers? Like, what's – I know it's been hard, but. Um, yeah, uh, you know, my roommate is automatically a friend. You know, we, we live together most of the time. Uh, it's funny we talk about this because some of the only friends that I have made were from my in-person classes. You know, I made two or three friends from my psychology class, a few from my bio lab, but those were in-person classes where I was able to interact with them and meet them. And, you know, I had a buddy that I walked to and from class to for psychology and he, he wrestled and he was on the wrestling team. He lived a dorm away from me. So it was, 
you know, but that was only from in-person classes. I didn't, other than that, I didn't really make many friends, you know? Right. So you didn't really talk a whole lot about, and I'm, I'm really mindful of your time. I only want to keep you for a few more minutes. I'm really interested to hear about your, Oh, you're good. You're good. I don't have, I mean, no commitments, no finals. I can, I can stay as long as you need me. I swear. Yeah. I, but I am. Yeah, no, I, I have finals, but it's not due till midnight. So I'll be up a lot. I know I, but I'm still, you're 19 and, I know when I was 19, it's probably the last thing I'd want to do. But um. <laughs> I love it. It, it. I was actually I was actually listening to um, a podcast the other day, and they talked about what podcasts and bring out of each other. And um, it's so funny that we talk about it now because I was listening is from one of the people that I like to watch game yeah. as a 19 year old kid. Um, but they're talking about how how much it, it brings out the conversational part of each other. You know, like I sat down, I sit down and I knew that we were going to be talking on this podcast. I sat down an hour and a half just because, you know, I'd love to pick your brain and I love when you pick my brain and I love just being able to talk like that. You know, you kind of lose that, especially now in COVID society where you can just, you stop and you sit down, you have a set amount of time just to pick another person's brain and just talk to them. So don't worry about it. I think there's a... I think there's a, a really, I think there's a lot of value in, in trying to have a meaningful conversation and trying to learn from one another, which, you know, you and I talk yeah. almost pretty much every day. And a lot of times, you know, it's a lot of times it's kind of superficial. How's yeah. everything going? I think what's nice about something like this is yeah. you intentionally come into the conversation, trying to dig a little deeper into what someone knows, their understanding of X or Y, how they, you know, understand, you know, the meaning of, of whatever we're talking about. So it goes deeper into a dialogue rather than just a basic discussion. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's why, that's what I'm saying is like, I don't care how long you keep me because like being able to just have this conversation like this or any conversation that we're going to have, like, it's great that I can just, I set I set off this time just so we can pick each other's brain. So I don't, I don't have a problem with how long I stay. It's all about your episode. You know, it's, it's your episode you're putting out. So I'll be a little selfish here. You've watched a couple episodes of leadosophy or listen to them what, what are your thoughts on the leadosophy podcast um you know i think it's i think it's great i think it's something you know something new that's coming into the world um you know there's not a lot of, of new things that that like are original you know i don't think leadosophy has ever been done i haven't ever heard of any sort of leadership slash philosophy infusion so I think it's unique that you bring it into the world because it may be something that some people need that they don't have. You know, there's, you know, seven some billion people on this planet. I'm sure a, a few of them are going to need something like this in their life. So I think it's cool that you bring something unique like this into the world, especially just it's not for anyone else. It's for yourself. You know, you do the podcast and you don't care how many views you get or not. You just love to be able to talk about that and get that out. So I think that's you know, it's, it's, it's a message from you too. you know, just go out and do what you love to do. This is something you love to talk about. This is something that you love in general. So it's cool that you're doing that and you're taking those steps to do it for yourself. Everybody should find their passion, right? Everybody should find their passion. Yeah. So yeah. let's get right back into your future. You're majoring in biochemistry. What is your long-term goals? What do you want to do? Long-term, I want to, I want to have my own practice as a surgeon. Like that's like, like that's top of the list stuff. Like I want to be, I want to have my own place that 
you know, I have everyone come into to, to get help from, you know, I want to help people. And Talk if I can do that through what, science, what profession are we talking about? I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. So I would work mostly in close to with like joints. So like your wrists, your elbow, your knees, your hips, your ankles, um, stuff like that. And I'd be performing surgery on those. So coming from experience, I, I had an orthopedic surgeon do surgery on each one of my knees. Um, so I would be, that's kind of where I want to go. That's what I would be leading into. Where did your, you've been, you've wanted to do this for a while now. Where did your, where do you, where do you, what's the source of your interest in the human body in the medical field, the sciences, you know, you really get at math as well. What do you think kind of propelled you towards in that direction? Um, so personally, um, one of the best things about science that I love is everything is set. You know, everything is set in stone. You have these, every person has the exact, exact, exact same number of bones. Um, they all have the same ligaments. They all have the same muscles. They uh, pretty much is every, everything is the same, you know, and it's something that I, I think is unique. And when I think about like society is deep down, you and me are the same. You're older. And you have, might have a few more traits than than me, but everything everything about us is the same. You know, we have the exact same anatomy, and that's something that's always interested me. And another thing that's always interested me is what goes on inside of us. It, I I think uh, like being an orthopedic surgeon kind of came more in the recent years, but I've always loved you know how 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 like a person is made like how how a baby is made and how that baby grows up and how everything inside that baby makes up what it makes up and i just um the final that i'm taking for biology now is all about dna and genetics and that's all you that's everything that goes on you did you know uh your parents didn't make you i mean they made you who you are but genetically and and inside you did that that's crazy to me you know it's crazy to think about you know, one day you start off as like this little, this little thing inside someone and, you know, through nourishment, you do the rest. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's amazing to me. And the idea of, of like, you know, it sounds so weird, but the idea of like picking through someone like that sounds awesome to me, you know, just like seeing it in person, like that would be so cool. So one of you, it's safe to say that one of your goals is to finish your undergrad degree in biochemistry and then move on to, to medical school, right? You're hoping to maybe go to Ohio State because they have like a pipeline from Heidelberg into Ohio State University, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, even if I, I'd, I'd love to make it Ohio State because it's one of the, one of the best med programs um, in Ohio, but Heidelberg also has a very good one too. And I love I love the campus there too. But yeah, ideally like, after after undergrad is is med school and and really follow through with that you know it's really awesome man really proud of you you know from not from leadosophy standpoint but from a father standpoint so that's really cool yeah it's uh you know it's got, it's, got um, a long road ahead of you a lot of it's bittersweet work. a lot of hard work yeah yeah i i was talking i was talking to um i was talking i was talking to my girlfriend Haley the the other day and uh you know, we're talking like long-term stuff. It's it's whatever, but like the idea of um, like being an adult, like right now, like you're an adult, 
like I can only imagine what that world is like like how drastically different like you go day to day you work when you need to work and you you know you you take walks with dogs and you help pay bills and you you pay the bills and you do all sorts of stuff and like the the change from like now when I'm 19 where I feel like I'm pretty mature I know I'm not like adult mature but like from 19 to not even like your age but like 25 26 27 like leading up into you know like your middle of your life right now like where do you like for you too like where do you go from middle of your life to to how old your parents are you know like what what's that change like and then from them to you know our great-grandparents what's that change like so it's definitely it's definitely a um it's a thought I think about a lot and I try not to let it scare me because I'm, I'm kind of I, I'm really curious about that I'm really curious about what I'm going to be like in my 20s what I'm going to be like in my 30s what I'm going to be like in my 40s so on and so forth I'm really curious to see what that's like and I don't want to be too afraid to the point where I, I get myself overworked or over anxious about it because I'm really curious to see what it's like. And I want to enjoy everything that goes on from now till when I die, you know? Yeah. It's spoken like a, uh, like a young man well on his way to achieve the goals that he wants to achieve. And like I said, you and I have talked about this, you, you know, the hard work that's going to be involved. And, you know, as you move through your college career yeah. over the next two, three, four, five years, it's, it's not going to get easier. You know, and there's going to be all the time, there's yeah. going to be things trying to pull you away from your goals, what you want to achieve, distractions, as I call them, some very small and then others really big. So you just got to always keep your eye on that final, that final goal. You know what I mean? You know what you want to do and you know the road to get yeah, there. That's... And there's no set road to get there, but I mean, to, a, to become a doctor, there's kind of a set road. So there's that. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you have any final thoughts before we end this session with a little bit of fun? I have a little trivia. We're going to end this with trivia with Michael. <laughs> you have any final thoughts before we go into trivia? Parting shots for the, uh, for the crowd. Inspirational messages. Any whatever, parting man. shots. You what know, about, man. Maybe, what about an inspirational yeah. message for, here, I'll put you on the spot a little bit. I'll help you out with a little prompt. What about an inspirational message to the, <laughs> young freshman college student who is really struggling right now with this online environment, any words of wisdom, anything like that? One step at a time. And, and, and one of the things that that's helped me the most because I struggled too, um, writing my thoughts down, writing down the rest of my day, writing down what I need to get done and what I need to do. Like, staying organized and staying one thought at a time. I can't tell you or anyone that's listening how many times I have just dug a rabbit hole of thoughts. You know, I wake up, what's my 8 a.m.? What's my 11 a.m.? What's my 2 o'clock? What's my 3 o'clock? What do I need to get done for my 8 a.m.? What do I need to get done for my 11 a.m.? Is there a test in my 11 a.m.? What's the test about? What do I have? There are too many times where you just find yourself in this rabbit hole. Think about your 8 a.m. What's going on in your 8 a.m.? What's that class going to be like? Okay, I took that class. Boom. I have a time from 8 to 11. What do I what, what do I do between my 8 and 11 o'clock? You know, like think about one thought at a time. Don't don't get caught up in the semantics of the start of your day to the end of your day. Just chop that up. You know, chop that up into little bits and pieces. Think about little each little bit and piece, one one bit and piece at a time. You know. Very sage advice. After your first 
semester. I like that. Very, very good. Are you ready for trivia? Have to come back my my senior year. Yeah, yeah well, right. No, I'll, I'll have you on throughout <laughs> here over the over the coming months. I'll have you on. Unfortunately, you were supposed to come out here this this cool. winter, but that's okay. We'll make it work. Um, yeah. Are you ready for trivia? Is the question. Yep. Yeah. All right. So I got about to look like a fool, man. (laughs) I got 10 questions for you. (laughs) The subject is simple. You should be very well versed in it. Trivia about Heidelberg University. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. So I'm trying to set you up. I I feel like you're going to do fairly well at it. 10 questions. All right. 10 (laughs) questions. There's no like pass or fail, but we'll we'll see how you do on on general trivia on on Heidelberg University. Okay, the first one is multiple yeah. choice. You ready? Okay. Heidelberg was founded in 1830, 1850, <laughs> 1870, or 1950. You want the choices again? 1850. 1850. Very nice. Woo! Very nice. There we go. There's is there's a correct correct. I like that one. <laughs> okay, question number two. Your mascot's name starts with an S. Hmm. You got nothing. Sparky. Siggy. Have you never heard of Siggy, huh? No. No. All right, so you know you're one for two. That's not bad. If you're playing baseball, that's awesome. If uh, you're playing basketball, that's pretty good. If you're a quarterback, your completion percentage is not good. All right, so your your university has three colors. What are they? Oh, uh, orange. Black and white, my oh, guess is. That's wrong, actually. So that I I agree <laughs> with you. You probably do have white in your in your in your university, but the official colors are orange, red, and black. Orange, red, and black. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, I should have known that. My cap, crazy, my right? cap was red. Yeah. So orange, red, and black. There you go. What was your mascot's name again? Man. Siggy. Siggy. Heidelberg has less than or greater than 3,000 undergraduate students. Hmm. Less than or greater than 3,000 students. What's the answer? Less than. 1,054 undergraduate students at Heidelberg. Two for four. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was in the 2000s, but I knew it was less than 3,000. That's really good. Really good. Okay. Students living on campus, less than or greater than 50%. Less than. 84% of the oh. Students live on campus at Heidelberg. I don't know how, how accurate that wow. is now with the COVID stuff. 
I'm not real sure. That's what I was thinking about. Not real sure. All right, this is going to be a. This is going to be an interesting one. Let's see if you see if you know this one. Do you know who your university's president is? What his name is? It is a male. I'll give you a hint. Uh, his his last name. It uh oh, it's Robington or Huntington. Huntington. It's one of, I think it's Robington. Huntington. Oh, Good job, man. Way to know yeah. your president. That's awesome. Have you ever met him? I get I I get emails. No, I get emails from him though. You haven't met him though. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me see if I can find another one here. Okay, first year students earning academic scholarships. Greater than or less than fifty percent? Greater than. Eighty five percent first year students earn an academic scholarship. I knew it was up there. Do you know how many student organizations are on campus? Greater than or less than 25? Probably greater than. 70 plus student organizations. That's a lot. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. That's a lot considering how little amount of students you guys actually have. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Two more questions. You ready? The amount of Mm -hmm. students involved in extracurricular activities, greater than or less than 50%? Greater than. 92%. That's a lot. That's crazy. That's, That's actually really high participation. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So I actually got two final questions. They're both sports questions. Athletics. Ready? God. Okay. Yeah. What conference, athletic speaking, is Heidelberg in? I just know they're Division Two. I don't know what conference they're in. Division Three is Heidelberg. NCAA Division Three, uh, in the Ohio Athletic Conference. Dang. Michael Woody, I think you did all right. You did better. Honestly, full <laughs> transparency, you did better than I thought you were gonna do. You did better than I thought you were going to do. I'm really proud of you, man. It was a great episode. Uh, you have any any final thoughts before we sign off for Leadosophy? Uh, Leadosophy 2021, bro. Leadosophy Keep it running. Did, Make it a trend. Did you, did you like Did you like trivia time? Yeah, it was fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. All right, Michael. Thanks for Thanks for joining me. I'll try to get your little brother on here in another episode. Uh, honestly, I, I've talked to him too about his online experiences, and I know he's a, he's he's frustrated, and you know everyone's frustrated. It's you know it's not just the students. You know a lot of the faculty are frustrated too. Principals, parents, you know everyone's yeah. kind of experiencing the frustration. So, um, with that, remember, leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen your understanding of leadership. Michael, thanks for showing up, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully. (laughs) All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, old man. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com.
and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.